since at least the late 1960s, there has existed an alternative to the present and past mainstream of radio, known as Freeform, a microcosm of the establishment, presented in a microcosmos of information and entertainment, in a certain unique timelessness. That ethos continues to flourish since the 1980s on the internet. Now in its 19th year online, here is Radio Crystal Blue. Show is gone 
a delightful twinning of the sounds of classical music and more contemporary sounds. Two examples I think of off the top of my head are from Jethro Tull and his collaboration with the Carducci Quartet. Jethro Tull's latest album, The String Quartets, released two years prior, and reimagining of the tune Farm on the Freeway, titled here Farm the Fourway. Carducci Quartet have been around for uh, some time now. In fact, they are winners of many international competitions and regularly appearing at classical music festivals worldwide. Highly celebrated for their interpretation of contemporary repertoire. They are regularly invited to perform new works and recitals. Matthew Denton on violin, Michelle Fleming likewise, Ian Schmidt-Martin on the viola, Emma Denton on the cello. Ian Anderson across the disc with flute, acoustic guitar, mandolin, and vocals. John O'Hara contributes piano and the celeste. Story with this entire album is this. Ian and John O'Hara, keyboardist with Tull and Ian himself, had discussed for some time the prospect of a dedicated string quartet album specially conceived and orchestrated to celebrate some of the best-known repertoire of Jethro Tull in a new and very different setting. They had first heard of the Carducci Quartet through violinist Matthew's brother Chris, also a musician. After seeing the quartet in concert in London, Ian invited them to take part in the recording. Ian and John then poured over the entire Tull catalog and decided on the selection of songs that eventually made it into the uh, final uh, list, which includes two O'Hara-arranged Tull pieces, already performed with quartets in various concerts over the years. In uh, Ian's own words, John O'Hara and I have worked on various orchestrations and performed many orchestral concerts in several countries over the last 15 years. A couple of years ago, I came up with the idea of recording a dedicated SQ album in a contemporary but classical setting together with my own brief appearances. Having discussed this with John at various points during tours, we started in earnest by jointly choosing some potential tracks to work on. In order to differentiate between the titles of the original tracks and these reworked arrangements, I decided to give them rather cryptic names for these versions. The publishing and recording royalty payments get very complicated when the scene and song title applies in different albums, performers, and writers. Better, therefore, to avoid confusion with these pseudonyms. Although you're probably confused now, too. Sorry about that. It has really been a lot of fun to work on this project. The Carducci Quartet provide a spirited and committed performance without which all would have been futile. And I only had to pay for lunch once as they bought sandwiches. Bless. And why the churches? There is something of a spiritual and uplifting quality in the ambience of the Christian church. Can't put my, put my finger on it yet, but the musical liturgy of the church does something for me. Strangely, I feel quite at home in our parish churches and grand cathedrals. Words of Ian Anderson. Describing this album, The String Quartet. Of course, a lot more there at JethroTull.com. The music of Blue Haiku begins this edition of Radio Crystal Blue here in earliest December of 2019. Here's Julia Dan Herman, available anytime you'd like to hear some music of the indie variety, as you can hear from indie artists and established ones alike, all active, performing, and continuing to make sounds and changing hearts and minds one stage at a time. Hopefully doing likewise for you here in presenting the music and news of all these artists in this unique freeform setting 
Website is radiocrystalblue.net. Also on Twitter at Radio CBLUE. There's a number of places you can hear this program besides the way you're listening to right now. There is There, there are the major ones like Spotify and Anchor.fm and iTunes, whatever form of iTunes that uh, is uh, running these days, and many other places. They're all linked onto the website, landing page, and the uh, homepage itself. Lots to get to for this edition. They decided to give you something simple here for this uh, particular show. There's a couple of tracks with a, a similar musical sort of approach. Blue IQ, you'll recall, I had spun a fair amount way back in the day. We're going back 2002, I believe, was the release of their only album titled Heat Beneath the Sand. Ten songs written by guitarist and vocalist Phil Bimstein, Phil with a long history in performance. He was leader of a band called Phil and the Blanks in the 1980s and has since worked not only with Blue Haiku but also Red Rock Rondo and also a number of other uh, contemporary uh, and classical projects. This quartet was born in 2000 at a winter solstice bonfire high on a mesa outside Rockville in Utah. Soon the quartet performed at a number of concerts and festivals in Salt Lake City and recorded this lone album. Individually, the members of the ensemble have previously performed, recorded, or shared stages with artists ranging from Matt Flinner, David Bromberg, Michael Smith, Katie Curtis, Lightning Hopkins, Sean McEwen, and also Richard Thompson, The Cure, and also the Salt Lake Symphony. The musicians here write and perform chamber folk music, blending voice, oboe, English horn, violin, guitar, and upright bass. Beautiful song, and one of my favorites from the album is that we heard Rainy Season. Blue-haiku.com for much more of the story, and um, somewhat data. There it really hasn't been much of an update from the, the group for some time now, but once in a while I happen to think of them, and I thought, well, why not now? I mentioned there's a lot of music to get to. I mean, every show there's always a good amount of music, and this show no different. You remember that in the previous one, I had began another uh, series of CD focus segments with two compilations in focus, as I regularly feature such compilations back-to-back, track-for-track, and also major concept albums alongside. And I've got more from the Bloodshot Records album Defiant Chicago Roots, well, proper title, is too late to pray to find Chicago roots. And I got more from that compilation here from the label that launched a subgenre called Insurgent Country Music. Also later we'll hear more from Valley Entertainment and a new collection of tunes under the title Voyage 2 akin to Hearts of Space Records. And that comes rather later in this program. Got a program note, besides all that, you'll know that uh, the next proper show I do is going to be the last one for the year. It should be published about December 18th. What I am planning, of course, is a the usual holiday fair for the uh, end of the year, and that'll include some classic stuff, classic songs, and also some 
interpretations of classics, and also some original songs from indie and established artists alike, and some other songs that I consider traditional for Christmas, even if only mentioning the holiday or even the new year in passing. If you've heard those shows in the past, you know just what I'm talking about. I have that for you, and also just after Christmas Day at some point on Twitter, I will reveal my list of the top artists of 2019. Now, being that there have been such few shows this year compared to previous ones, I'm not going to uh, calculate the uh, charts as I've done in years past. I think I may simply go with the pure band of airplay that was uh, recorded over the last uh, year or so, beginning from the very first week through the holiday show. We'll see how that goes. I really don't have a sense as to who will be uh, number one, let alone a top ten. So it'll be fun to put all that together and do the uh, unveiling of the list sometime after Christmas and before the New Year is out. Done this now for several years and always fun to do. So we'll uh, get to that when the time comes. In a way, this is like the standard, well, the last standard show of the year, but the next one is more of a holiday fair. I mentioned Anchor FM and that is a website that's responsible really for the greater distribution of Radio Crystal Blue to many other podcast platforms, which is why you now hear it on Spotify and iTunes and many other good places. And it's also the uh, method by which you may pledge your financial support. You may do so by going to anger.fm slash radiocblue slash support. I appreciate your being an official supporter of Radio Crystal Blue to help keep it going and growing. I have a new album to share with you at the onset of this first segment from a gentleman who's been at it for a well, number of years, and I want to say he goes back maybe to the 1990s with uh, the work he's done over the years and the projects he's been involved in, and someone who's uh, got music placed in uh, TV and radio and other areas worked equally solo and also with groups of his own and also uh, did something very interesting in the last two years being a member and also musical director of the Greenheart, a music and visual art project created to travel to south asia and perform concerts and visual arts exhibitions to promote environmental activism that made four trips to nepal and one to india and when he's not performing he's a uh, Busy recording engineer and producer, working in the heart of Hudson Valley, New York. His latest album is just out. It's called If I Woke Up This Morning and Died. This is track three from the new album. It's called Modern Times. It's brand new from Fred Gillen Jr. Standing in the communion 
Why can't everybody be happy, happy? Why can't everybody get along? Why can't everybody be happy, happy? Take a little time to enjoy the sweet song. They say we're racially divided. They say we're undecided. They say they speak for the people. We the people gotta speak louder than I. Everybody could be happy, happy. Why can't everybody get along? Why can't everybody be happy, happy? Take a little time to enjoy the sweet song ratings go up. The ratings go up. Why can't everybody be happy, happy? Why can't everybody get along? Why can't everybody be happy, happy? Take a little time to enjoy the sweet song. How can they speak for Main Street? Looking at the world through the window of a limousine. I say they'd know us better if they didn't pick a side and just sat together now. Everybody could be happy, happy. Why can't everybody get along? Why can't everybody be happy, happy? Take a little time to enjoy the sweet song. Ratings go up. Most of the time in the voice in my head 
I'll be safe and sound, but it's gonna take a lifetime. I'm going down, going down, down to the well, and it's been one hell of a dry spell. I can't get it out of my head and onto the page. I got poison in my veins and blood on my mind. You got me feeling so crazy most of the time. And the voices in my head, she's a mighty good friend of mine.
I live outside of Boston. I like living there. I have a house and I have a garden behind my house. I made, a, made it round last year. Big round garden. I don't know why I made it round, but it looks very nice. I got a rototiller though, and it's very difficult to steer it when you get close up to the edge. So my suggestion to you, if you ever make a garden, is don't make it round. If you're using a rototiller. Thank you very much for this. I hate, I can't turn a whole garden without a rototiller. Because maybe I get Rufus to do it. I don't think so. Well, at any rate, I'm getting off my story. I was mulching my potatoes one time last summer. And I was singing a little song, just enjoying myself. And I looked over and, gosh, my chili peppers were swaying back and forth, digging the sounds. <laughs> oh, no, I don't believe this. I tried another song. The chili peppers didn't care much for it, but the cukes went crazy. <laughs> All right, I'll be. Um, try this tune or that tune. Sometimes the cukes would love it. The tomatoes would think it was awful. Chili peppers would think it was great. Corn says, next. Well, I was looking for that one song everything in the garden loved. Well, I hit on this tune here. Every vegetable in my garden loved it, except for the broccoli. But I suspect they secretly liked it, just didn't want to let on. Sitting Board meat and friends for salary. You go so I don't know what you hope to find. So to back, get a thought back in an easy time. From mm -hmm. morning to your neighbor, is your labor worthwhile? Would you stop it for a moment and smile? Do your wife or do your lawn, but do you belong? If you want to stop a plunder, your life will be gone. Over to my left, a deep blue sea A woman on my right looking so tasty You go so I don't know what you hope to find Set you back and get a thought back in an easy time Stand up, what do you think you see?
You're wandering from outside, looking for a bite. A worn out radio plays a song you used to like. A server brings a menu, you better order fast. You're feeling almost certain that she could kick your ass. She rasps the cooks are short staffed, you better get a beer. And you wonder how you managed to land in here. It's like they broke the vacuum, sucking up the light And your server has succeeded in warming up your pie They charge you thirty dollars, tell you to quit your You swear that you heard screaming, coming from the kitchen You risk a sip of your beer and find it's mostly foam While at the bar they're singing, soft and low The neon and blue covers the
duo of Bobby Zafransky and Owen Lyman Schmitz. They call themselves Driftwood Soldier. We heard the clean version of this tune called Banger and a Liar from this new release, Stay Ahead of the Wolf. Bobby's on bass, Owen handling the mandolin. They've been at it since 2013, playing up and down the East Coast and on all sorts of venues. Their debut album, was uh, called Scavenger's Joy, at least in uh, 2015. And in early 2017, they followed the breadth of uh, that with the more focused intensity of Blessings and Blasphemy, a concept EP exploring the tension between spirituality and dogma by reinterpreting gospel traditionals alongside anti-religious originals. <laughs> this new album, produced with Aaron McEwen and mixed by Grammy winner Ted Hutt, whose credits include Old Crow Medicine Show, Lucero and Devil Makes Three. See the mixed December the 8th, Black Iris Music in Richmond, Virginia. And then December 14th at the Philadelphia Folk Song Society Music Venue. There in the city of brotherly love. DriftwoodSoldier.com. Twitter is a little different. It's Drift and then W-U-D and then Lord Soldier. Tragedy Anne, track three from their matches album we heard neon and velour website is tragedyandmusic.com and the same spelling on twitter Liv Cazola, Breed and Phelan are the uh, principal performers getting help from a number of artists uh, across the album and on this track Braden is on electric guitar vocals acoustic rhythm guitar Liv with vocals and accordion 
Sambor on the suitcase, toy symbol and tambourine, Peter Clausen with upright bass, Mike Kerr with lead guitar, Jill Sartertig, Adrian Irvine, Will Cran, Laura Spink, and James Paul helping out with everybody else with the group vocals. Lots happened over the last several months. Liv and Brayden got married. They did play a couple of dates in September, and yes, the blessed date was October the 5th. Earlier this year, they were approached by Nick Weber of Game, that's the Guelph Area Independent and New Music Service, about playing a seasonal residency at Brothers Brewing. They played the first of those dates in August with Rebecca Hawker, and they were inspired to think more about the series and the potential that it holds. They've wanted to find a regular and meaningful way to participate in raising funds for and amplifying the voices of community initiatives that they believe in, and they began an event called Hope and Hops, the idea to hold one Sunday matinee every three months and sponsor a different Guelph charity, while also introducing their local audience to some special guest artists from out of town. The events are free, so they are encouraging audiences to give generously for those local causes. I see if they booked Ontario a day together on December 20th in Ottawa, playing the NAC fourth stage as part of the Canada Via Music Project. We've also gotten more into uh, gardening, harvesting uh, in September and preparing it for the winter. Here's the uh, list of upcoming dates in full. December 8th at La Jumelle in Corbechis. I'm looking for the reference here. I don't see where it is. I think it's Belgium, actually, not in Canada. December 10th at Filter Café Lichtung in the city of Cologne in Germany. December 13th at Bar Associatif Expression Libre in Troyes in France. December 14th at La Creperie de la Marine in Camres sur Mer, that's elsewhere in France. My French is rusty, so bear with me here. December 15th is a house concert in Brest in France. December 20th, back north of the 48th, they'll be at the National Arts Center in Ottawa. December 27th, fourth Friday event at Guelph Museums in Guelph, Ontario. December 29th, the Peterborough Curling Club, Peterborough, Ontario. Planning briefly uh, all their 2020 stuff. I know, right? 2020. <laughs> around that corner. Livingston Taylor, that tune called Sit On Back. From this collection of live concerts called The Best of Live, 50 Years of Livingston Taylor. This track, it was recorded at the Amazing Grace Theater in Evanston, Illinois in 1977. Website is livingstontaylor.com and Liv Taylor, L-I-V Taylor, on Twitter. Before Livingston, we heard from Rebecca Loby. Ghosts, her more recent album called Give Up Your Ghosts. She handles lead vocals. Will Robertson on acoustic and some extra keys. Christopher Cox with some keyboards principally. Gary Newcomb on the pedal steel. Andrew Pressman on the bass. And harmony vocals by Raina Rose and Anthony DaCosta, who also contributes electric guitar on uh, that one. RebeccaLobe.com is R-E-B-E-C-C-A-L-O-E-B-E. And Rebecca is opening for Livingston Taylor on, uh, let's see, at least several dates here. Let's see which ones they are. I think they're coming up, including December 7th and December 8th. And apart from that, she also is part of a supergroup called Nobody's Girl with Grace Pettis and Betty Sue. These are among the last dates that she has, giving you just the uh, locales for these. December 7th and 8th, again, opening for Livingston Taylor 
Ann Arbor, Michigan, and Spring Lake, Michigan. The rest of these are Nobody's Girls dates. December 11th in Houston, on the 12th in Galveston, on the 13th in Austin, and December 15th in Norman, Oklahoma. And she suggests you catch up with her on Instagram and Facebook for a little update on how things are going on the road. Amazing to have 13 shows in 14 days. Also, there is a brand new video for their take on the holiday classic Sunday at Christmas. That is a, a Nobody's Girl um, video. And for the video, they decide to throw a little party and write letters to world leaders sharing their dreams for the new year. Also, she is revisiting the album. I put her on the map. That album called Mystery Prize. And I remember when that album was released 10 years ago. At the time, she was juggling a lot of different jobs as she tried to launch her music career. And it was from there she got invited to audition for the first season of The Voice because one of the casting directors received that CD as a Christmas gift. <laughs> there will be a limited run of shows across the U.S. and the U.K. Diving into the album, revisiting the songs, and selling some stories about the writing and recording process that she had never shared before. She has U.S. dates running from March to May, and run of shows in the U.K. taking up the middle of April. Prior to Rebecca, we heard Jonathan Bird and the Pickup Cowboys. Lakota Sioux, my very first chance to air the track I remember most when I had seen Jonathan at this tiny little spot in New York City called the Postscript Coffee House. Postscript, I think, is still around. I know it's been active since the 1960s on the grounds of Columbia University in Upper Manhattan. And I understand that it's a place that's hosted many great folk artists. And the deal of it is this. It's um, not a place you'd uh, be familiar with unless you live in New York or you're in the folk music community and you just happen to know the place. It's uh, tucked in somewhere in the uh, area of the main campus and the main steps. You have to take a little bit of a meandering path once you're uh, at the main steps, but uh, once you find the chapel, go down a flight of stairs, and suddenly there you are. There's this concave area where everybody sits, and there's a little booth for uh, small little um, items for food and drink. Kept very simple, no booths, and very, very high ceilings. The acoustics are so good, there's no need for mics. And the stage, well, the stage is very small. It's practically a postage stamp. Might be able to fit three, four on there in very close proximity. And I've seen maybe a, a dozen shows over the years in the time I lived in New York. It's uh, hopefully still around. I should check whether, it, in fact, it's still operating. I hope it is. But I had my opportunity to see Mr. Bird and company and just about the time his son, uh, his first son, was born and had a chance to thank him for the fantastic songwriting that he does. He was part of a trio known as the Pickup Cowboys. Uh, sadly, uh, Paul Ford passed away soon after the last day of recording when he was diagnosed with a brain tumor. Paul has heard on the recordings Johnny Wakin doing the welcome instrumentation and Jonathan filling in the rest on guitars, Rhodes, Dwight Glockenspiel, and percussion. Drums by Joanna Miller and backing vocal 
Plus by Alexa Dirks and Andrina Turan. This song speaks to me and spoke to me then as it does now. It's my favorite and mentioning the season, mentioning Custer and all that. It's, um, I don't know. I just love it. Website is jonathanbird.com. Also the same spelling on Twitter. And as you may know that uh, Jonathan hosts a weekly event at The Kraken in Chapel Hill in his native North Carolina. See them again December 11th and the 18th. Also December 7th, he'll be at Earl's in Winston-Salem. And December 14th, he's playing the Eclectic Cafe in Bayshore, New York. The note I'm seeing here is that it's the last show ever. I didn't know that Eclectic Cafe is uh, closing up. That's what I hear from Jonathan. And got some info from Griffin House as well. Griffin, we heard from his most recent album, The Rising Star, a track called Mighty Good Friend. Griffin with vocals and guitars. Ian Fitchick on drums and keys. Paul Moak on guitars, keys, and bass. Backing vocals provided by Brian Elquist and Kareem Pukin. GriffinHouseMusic.com. Griffin House on Twitter. December 8th, he's at Sweetwater Music Hall in Mill Valley. Valley, California. December 9th at the Triple Door in Seattle. December 10th at the Old Church Concert Hall in Portland, Oregon. After that, the 30A Songwriters Festival in mid-January there in Santa Rosa Beach in Florida. And then on my birthday, January 31st at Seven Steps Up in the aforementioned Spring Lake in Michigan. Terry Hendricks, I had featured as part of CD Focus and one of several projects that she has going on. We went to Project 5.4, titled Who Is Anne? Track 2 from that album is Happy. TerryHendricks.com, T-E-R-R-I-H-E-N-D-R-I-X. Same on Twitter. December 7th, she plays a holiday show with Susan Gibson and Robin Ludwig in the town of Fisher in Texas. December 8th, she is in New Braunfels for a house concert. December 19th, at Susanna's Kitchen in Wimberley, Texas. December 20th, she's at The Post at River East in Fort Worth. And January 22nd, at the Turtle Wing Foundation in Schulenburg in Texas. She's still working on her book and will be shipping as it's done. Fred Gillen Jr., Modern Times. From the new album, If I Woke Up This Morning and Died. Fred Gillen JR.com. That's F R E D G I L L E N J R. Fred Gillen JR on Twitter. I mentioned his Greenheart project. That project has run its chorus and he plants some seeds. Uh, truly a great experience. Meanwhile, this new album, available on CD and download, plus Spotify, iTunes, etc. I mentioned in brief his uh, music career. He has never been afraid to take on controversial or politically charged topics and is equally at home writing love songs and singing long anthems, seamlessly incorporating folk, punk, rock, spoken word, country, and Americana styles into his music. This is his 11th solo studio album. You can see him next December 13th at the Green Growler, his home base of Croton-on-Hudson, New York. January 3rd at one of his usual haunts, Coffee Labs in Tarrytown, New York. February 1st will be the CD release show at the Artist Spot in Peekskill, New York. It is the debut of what will hopefully be an active trio with John Banrock on bass and vocals, Fred on vocals and electric guitar, Paul J. Magliari with drums and vocals. This is Radio Crystal Blue. Dan Herman with you here in early December 2019. In a way, it's the final standard show of the year, so I've got the holiday show coming in mid to late December at some point before the actual Christmas holiday. RadioCrystalBlue.net, Radio CBLUE on Twitter.
Bloodshot Records in focus here as part of CD Focus, an occasional segment featuring outstanding compilation and concept albums track for track. This Roots Rock label turning 25 years old. I mentioned I've been a fan for a number of years, for almost that long. I mentioned this label that they created is called Insurgent Country. The results and the contents of this entire compilation is what I'm sharing over the next several shows. It's under the title Too Late to Pray, Defiant Chicago Roots. What I have in very short order are five more tracks from new compilation, and we will kick that off with a group that takes a modern yet timeless approach to American Roots music. Acoustic band will call themselves Big Sadie. This is titled you never told me. You never told me it was over. You me of your plan. So I spent several sad months
look a lot dimmer now than they did back in my single years. That high life I knew back before I met you, how empty it lately appears. I hear half the world is heartbroken. I can't believe that it's true.
Did you ever wake up to find A day that broke up your mind Destroyed your notion of circular time It's just that denial has got you in its way It's just that demon light that's got you in its way Flinging tears out on the dusty ground All of my friends are on the burying ground Can't stand the feeling of being so brought down It's just that demon light has got you in its way It's just that demon light that's got you in its way there must be ways to find out Love is the thing they say that's really strung and Janet, who are the duo Freak Water Sway, is what we heard off of Bloodshot Records' new compilation called Too Late to Pray, Defiant Chicago Roots. Catherine Ann Irvin has called Louisville, Kentucky home, or at least her home base all her life, who began performing by playing guitar in punk bands, and in her words, most of the country music I heard on radio I hated. But I loved the Carter family, the way they would approach songs about death and dying or being saved and rejoicing the same way. That kind of music seems to age better. I can't see myself playing punk anymore, but this kind of music I could see playing the rest of my life. Also, there is Janet Beveridge Bean, who also came of age in Louisville, but became a Chicagoan in the mid-80s. Chasing rock and roll dreams with songwriter and guitarist Rick Rizzo. Together, they are the heart of the long-standing 11th Dream Day, for which she writes, sings, and plays drums. In 2003, she led a band called the Concertina Wire, with whom she released the underground pop marvel Dragging Wonder Lake. She and Jeremy Jim Elkinson recorded as the Horace's Ha, and most recently, she has formed the band's Lagartha. They are propelled what has been called acerbic harmonies. Goes straight back to the Carter family's original prescription to keep it plaintive, rough, and real. One more reason why they're part of this compilation. We heard Sway. Website is freakwater.net, the freakwater on Twitter. Robbie Folks, Lonely Ain't Hardly Alive, is on this compilation. RobbieFolks.com, Robbie Folks on the Twitter. He's active as recording artist, instrumentalist, composer, and songwriter. His most recent release, 2017's Upland Stories. He is from York, Pennsylvania, growing up in a half dozen small towns in southeastern PA. 
as well as the North Carolina Piedmont and the Blue Ridge area of Virginia. He learned guitar from his dad, banjo from Earl Scruggs and John Hartford Records, and fiddle on his own. He attended Columbia in New York in 1980 and dropped out in 1982. The next year, he would move to Chicago and join Greg Cahill's Special Consensus Bluegrass Band. <laughs> he would teach music at the Old Town School of Folk Music from 1984 to 1996 and was a staff songwriter on Music Row in Nashville from 1993 to 98. His early solo work helped define the alternative country movement of the 1990s. Proud of Robbie, we heard the Dyes. Liza Jane, DyesBand.com, D-Y-E-S Band, and The Dyes Band on Twitter. They're a rock and roll trio, often coined as Garage of Billy, getting into classic 50s and 60s oldies, approached with an irreverence and vigor that's one to shrug off the tag of retro. Jill and Lisa formed the group as teens and maintained the same lineup since the addition of Charlie in 2006. They've shared billing with Johnny Powers, the Reverend Horton Heed, Los Straightjackets, and many others. Good stuff if you're a fan of uh, the uh, throwback retro sound or psychobilly, as Reverend Horton Heat might call it. <laughs> Prior to the dies, we heard Rookie song you might recognize that's Tears for Fears cover Head Over Heels. I know virtually nothing about them, but they do have a spot on Facebook and also on Twitter at Rookie underscore the underscore band. I know they're playing next in March in uh, Boise, Idaho. Dimitri, Joe, Kevin, Max, Chris, and Justin responsible for all that music. Big Sadie, you never told me, is on this compilation. Elise Bergman with the upright bass and vocals, and Colin Moore on guitar and vocals. They both grew up surrounded by music, with roots spanning from the Midwest to the heart of Appalachia, a sound that honors their heritage and inspired by the rich musical histories of those places. Elise is a Chicago native who brings a solid blues and folk influence to the group. While Colin is firmly planted in the bluegrass and old-time music, he started playing as a kid. Elise was trained in classical and jazz piano. Since first teaming up in 2005, they have collaborated with numerous string players and toured much of the U.S. as a duo and as members of other projects. In early 2015, they began playing with Andy Malloy, a native Oklahoman, and mainstay of Chicago's vibrant bluegrass scene, and also Matt Brown, a Pennsylvania-raised multi-instrumentalist and instructor at the Old Town School of Folk Music. After a series of collaborations, Malloy and Brown officially joined Big City in mid-2016. About halfway through the compilation already, there is much more to the story I'll give you over the next couple of shows. The website is bloodshotrecords.com. If I'm on Twitter, I trust that you will at BSHU. This is Radio Crystal Blue. Dan Herman with you. It's early December 2019. Thank you for listening. And also thanks to DJ Flower Dove for helping to uh, produce this entire effort. Let's see what I've got next for you. I'm going to give this one another airing. This tune I debuted a few shows back as I eagerly await the latest album from this gentleman who has been well busy preaching the blues where he's based in Los Angeles and has since taken the show on the road as well as preaching the message good positive music this is called counting down the days brand new from Reverend Sean Amos and the Brotherhood I 
Well, there's dust in my eyes I can't see the light no more My soul is empty And I'm knocking on your door No more pills and no more bottles Get me high enough to soar Which way? 
it's gonna make the politicians hear. The politicians here Say 
There's a band called Elizabeth II, track from their Elmas just released, called Two Margaritas at the 55. A rather audacious debut album tune called Gimme One Euro. They were formed a little over a year ago in Padova, northern Italy, a trio born of shared excitement over music as creation. The desire to return to play together between Ben Morrow and Michelle Venturini, who are old friends, were interested in playing together again after a significant gap, but it wasn't until they met up with Luca Galato that they found the magic formula for the band's genesis. The CP references everything that's been essential and musically formative for the trio. Strong influences from the 1990s and 2000s. Sounds barred from the Stone Roses and the Clash and such. If you're at all a fan of punk, grunge, indie rock, and Britpop, and under a clear overall influence of classic UK rock, those raw guitars and everything else together, it's just beautiful. Again, they're called Elizabeth II. Gimme One Euro is uh, that one. I don't see them with their own website, but they are present on Facebook. You can also find them on Twitter, spelled Elizabeth, and then the letter E, and then 2ND. Good stuff. Also heard from Blacktop Mojo, so let's see where uh, I can get you for uh, details about Elizabeth II and where they're at next. Looks like it's a place called Dragonfly in their native Italy in a town called Salzano. That'll be on December the 12th. Now I'll tell you about Blacktop Mojo, a song called Come Get Your Coats. It's from the new album under the Sun, they're currently on a national tour along with Otherwise, Lullwater, and Kira. And looks like they are doing some extra shows. Finishing out in the city of Naples, Florida on December 13th. And they'll continue to tour throughout 2020. The headline, these dates. December 8th at Thunderbird Music Hall in Pittsburgh. December 10th at Capone's in Johnson City, Tennessee. December 11th at Ground Zero in Spartanburg, South Carolina. And the aforementioned show in Naples on December 13th. Blackwater Mojo. Pardon me. Blacktop Mojo. Blacktopmojo.com and same spelling on Twitter. <laughs> Jason Ringenberg. John Mira stood here from... It's a claimed album called Stand Tall. JasonRingenberg.com, J-A-S-O-N-R-I-N-G-E-N-B-E-R-G.com, with the same spelling there on Twitter. He has one more show coming up here in 2019. It's December 7th. Cosmic Honky Tonk Review, along with Jim Lauderdale and Chuck Mead and his Grassy Knoll Boys at the Caverns in Pelham, Tennessee. A concert in a cave. Who'd have thunk it? It's true. That's what it's going to be like. January 9th starts off the decade at the Southgate House in Newport, Kentucky. January 11th at Vogel Muse in Des Moines, Iowa. January 12th at the Wildwood Saloon in Iowa City in, well, of course, Iowa. January 24th at the Nick in Birmingham, Alabama. January 25th at the Standard Deluxe in Waverly, Alabama. January 29th through February 3rd, it's an Outlaw Country Cruise in the cities of Miami, Key West, and Falmouth in Jamaica. Lots more to come from Jason and Company. Also heard from Castle Black, Sierra from their most recent album called The Gods That Adore You. This group made up of Lisa Lent on vocals and guitar, Lisa Lowe on bass and backing vocals, Matt Bronner on the drums. 
CastleBlackMusic.com. December 7th, they played 33 Golden in New London, Connecticut. December 12th at Mulligan's Pub in Grand Rapids, Michigan. December 13th at Healer in Indianapolis. December 14th at the Busman Art and Music Shop in Canton, Ohio. December 15th at Our Wicked Lady in Brooklyn. New York, December 21st at the Warring Hole Cafe in Hamilton Township in New Jersey. We hear from a band called Fire in the Field for the first time in quite a while, and a single of theirs called Under the Sun. You can find them at fireinthefieldmusic.com, Fire in the Field on Twitter. December 7th, they're at Sapporo Restaurants in Westboro, Massachusetts. December 10th, at the Middle East Restaurant and Nightclub in Cambridge, Mass. December 14th, at the Bishop's Lounge in Northampton, Mass. And after that, February 14th, at The Jungle in the city of Somerville, Mass. Let me turn back to Jersey. And Joe Weimer, The Well Runs Dry, from her album S.L.G. JoeWeimer.com is J-O-W-Y-M-E-R.com. Joe Weimer Music on Twitter. Playing December 7th at Iron Plow Vineyards in Columbus, New Jersey. December 14th at UVA of Bradley Beach. December 20th at MJ's in Neptune City. January 17th at Pagano's. And that is, it says here, also at uh, UVA at Bradley Beach. January 18th. She is part of the Light of Day Music Festival. It's part of a night titled Women of Song. I think the location is UVA for that one. Reverend Sean Amos and the Brotherhood. Counting down the days. SeanAmos.com S-H-A-W-N-A-M-O-S And the Rev Amos on Twitter. December 7th, he's at Ginny's Supper Club somewhere in New York City. January 17th, and for a few days after, he has part of the big 30A Songwriters Festival somewhere around South Walton in Florida. 